Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. And welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. This episode is brought to you by a couple of great sponsors of mine. First of all, Panels Comics and Coffee Bar here in beautiful Oceanside, California. Uh, right off of Mission Avenue, they have some of the hottest graphic novels and comics out right now. So if you're a fan of Jupiter's Legacy or Invincible, that's out right now in cartoon and movie form right now for Netflix and uh, Amazon, I believe. Um, they have back issues on that uh, and as well as trade paperback. So um, swing by, check them out today. They also have a great uh, assortment of merchandise, toys, uh, as well as some back issue uh, vintage comics that they, they have some, uh, a few hidden gems in there. Um, if you mention the Cradle Brew, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. Um, you can check check them out, follow everything they're doing right now um, at Panels Coffee, or you can go to panelscoffee.com. Another partner of mine is Elevate Coffee Trading. And if you appreciate specialty coffee, enjoy outdoor adventures, and love helping elevate the lives of children around the world, then you're going to love Elevate Coffee Trading. Their mission is to extract hope through love, coffee, and adventures. There's free shipping in the United States. And every bag of coffee helps sponsor health and education in children in coffee-producing countries, as, and, as well as in areas of need in the United States. You can use the promo code ELEVATE21 on your next order, and you can follow their journey on social media at Elevate Coffee Trading, or you can visit online at ElevateCoffeeTrading.com to, to start extract, extracting hope together. And another partner of mine is Astropad, and if you're a digital creator like me, um, you can use AstroPad to actually um, convert your iPad Pro or your Android uh, graphics tablet to a uh, to another professional uh, tablet. So you can literally work uh, with all your favorite programs such as uh, Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, um, right on your iPad Pro. Um, it gives me all kinds of um, all kinds of functionality, and uh, it, it allows me to really do some fine tuning as far as. You know, if I'm doing some kind of uh, illustration project or, or design work, um, it really gives me the fun, uh, allows me to do all the little fine tuning and, and uh, things that I need to uh, really create a, a professional uh, design. So um, for right now, for students and educators, there is discounts going on right now. And, um, but if you're interested, you can check them out at uh, astropad.com or on social media at astropadout. And then my last partner of mine is the Cobopod. And Cobopod is a boutique video and audio production studio um, here in Oceanside, California. Uh, it's actually, um, if I'm not recording at home, I'm usually at the Cobopod and I bring um, all kinds of guests in. So uh, if you're a podcaster, blogger, content creator, uh, anyone that's looking to try to build some um, some some content to to increase your brand and to bring brand awareness for your audience, then you really should try the Cobalt um, They have uh, 4K video. They have excellent audio. They have a sound coach uh, as well as a photographer on staff. So you can create, uh, so they can, um, you know, shoot all kinds of photo uh, photos uh, for you, for your brand. And uh, actually a lot of the thumbnails that I actually create um, for my podcast is, you know, from the photography uh, with the, the Cobalt Pod. So it's, it's all inclusive. Uh, it, they have great rates depending on, on your needs and services. And, um, but yeah, let's book your session today. If you're in the area, let's book your session today at kobopod.org. Um, today, I have a, a special guest, uh, JD Gonzalez. He is the, the founder, uh, or maybe the co founder I, <laughs> of, uh, of uh, Covenant Comics that's um, based here in uh, the San Diego area. And, um, especially with the indie scene, I've, I've really been wanting to uh, promote a lot of the indie creators. Um, you'd be surprised how much besides the, obviously everybody knows about the, you know, big, big three. Um, but the most, most of the comic book industry is heavily uh, independent uh, publishers and titles. Um, so being able to sort of highlight and maybe it might be comics that you may not even, you know, you may not even know of, but I want to be able to uh, sort of promote uh, these creators and, and people that's, um, you know, taking their own vision and really bringing it 
uh, and manifesting it to uh, to reality. Um, so um, yeah, I, without further ado, um, he's got um, he's the founder of Covenant Comics. Uh, some of the titles that he has, and he'll explain that the, uh, explain a little bit more in this uh, podcast. But uh, titles such as Crossbones, uh, Ether, and uh, Burlap. And uh, like I said, I've been following on Instagram and and really uh, amazed with the with the concepts of the of the characters, the obviously the the, the storylines, and uh, really just been a supporter of um, indie publishers like like him and others. But uh, I will let him share his story now, and uh, we'll go from there. Awesome, man. Well, again, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. Uh, very much appreciated all the support that you show me and, you know, the indie comic community. It's such a, I mean, the indie comic community in of itself is such a supportive, uh, loving community and, you know, to be a part of it and to, you know, receive that sort of support is such a blessing. And, you know, from individuals such as yourself, um, you know, it's, I just want to say thank you. You know, it's very much appreciated. Okay. And so, like you said, my name is JD Gonzalez. I am the co-founder of Covenant Comics. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're a small indie uh, publisher of, you know, comic books. Um, it was just something that me and my friend, Jesse Chisholm, that we just really wanted to do. You know, originally it was just something that kept us together after high school because it was something that we envisioned in high school. You know, there's our tagline. I'm not sure if you know it, but it, it's uh, Covenant Comics. Uh, a universe created at a lunch table. And that's originally where it started from, you know, as a lunch table at high school, you know, me and my friends, um, you know, Jesse Chisholm and, you know, the rest of my friends, um, we were just talking about stories there at the, at the lunch table. And, you know, it was just a way to um, kill time during, you know, lunch period or, you know, whatever else, you know, just to kill time and just to um, entertain one another, you know, um, and so from there, after we graduated, it was just a way to kind of stay in touch. You know, every other kind of friend uh, that was in that sort of friend group kind of went their own separate ways. But me and Jesse, we really held on to this, uh, this vision of just telling good stories, you know, and um, wanting to share that with the world. And that's ultimately what the goal is, is to, you know, have that sense of uh, storytelling where you have, you know, these stories that you've been holding on to since, I don't know, years, you know, for other individuals, it might be since childhood. For us, it was since high school, you know, for others, it might be, you know, even a couple of years ago in adulthood or whatever. And so taking these stories that you're holding on to and just sharing them with the world. And that, that again, that's just the heart behind Covenant Comics. Um, so, yeah, you know, and from there, we, you know, started our own uh, publisher, you know, just wanting to because for us, it was all about comics. We, we grew up on comic books. Um, we, we were kind of like the nerdy kids. And so uh, we wanted to uh, continue to make our own, but in this medium, you know, the medium of comic books, you know, you know, others might strive to make uh, short films and our other uh, partner, Jesse Bear, you know, that's where he came from. He, he made short films, you know, he, he did that. Or others, they might write prose uh, type of uh, books, you know, where it's just, you know, literary. Um, but for us, you know, we grew up on comic books. And so we wanted to continue in that uh, and make our own comics, you know. Um, and so we started our own publishing company. And, you know, here we are. You know, that was back in 2018 when we first started it officially. Um, and here we are in 2021. Uh, what is that? Three years. <laughs> and so um, it might seem like a short amount of time uh, where we've been doing this professionally or professionally um but you know a lot has happened in these last uh three years um i remember at the beginning it, it was in november of 2018 and uh you know i was the first one to write my book um so i'm the author of crossbones as you mentioned one of our uh our, our titles before so i'm the writer and creator of crossbones and so in 2018 november um i wrote the book and we got it um fully completed actually sitting right here Ooh, number one right there nice. that, this is actually the very first print of it there's only like three in existence um but anyways um so we got the book fully completed and everything and we just kind of put it out there in the world and i was just wanting to people to read it you know and so i just put it out there for free uh we put it for free on our website we put it for free on reddit uh, we put it for free on other websites and i just wanted people to read it mm -hmm. And so even it's, and it's funny um, that even though you put it out there for free, it's 
still difficult to get an audi- uh, an audience you know <laughs> that's kind of like the the challenge that uh, indie creators have is just getting people to look at your books you know uh, or even just any product if you're in indie music or indie movies it's just hard for people just to look at your stuff um even if it's free you know and so um i got a, I got a question on that what why do you why do you feel that is because there's a lot of there's a lot of indie creators that's got a lot of great ideals and a lot of great concepts um why, why do you feel like it's um you know for, for any creators like you that it's uh is it, is it like access to maybe a, a larger audience or distribution or anything like that i you know maybe you can answer that a little bit better than me uh, like difficulty of having indie or being an indie creator yeah yeah i think that it's just uh the initial difficulty or the initial challenge is like i said getting eyes on it you know um and you know, once you have eyes on it, even if it's a like one pair of eyes, you know, and you get that person and you grab their attention and you grab their interest, you pique their interest. I think that that starts to build, you know, your fan base or even just your um, your momentum. You know, it's just it, all it takes is one pair of eyes, and then from word of mouth, they say, "Hey, I really like this book," or "Hey, I really like this short film," or "Hey, I like this," you know, indie band, uh, this indie, you know, music producer. Um, and so from word of mouth, um, you know, I believe, you know, that um, that's how it kind of spreads around. But like you said, another one is distribution, especially in indie comics, um, where distribution has been kind of a monopoly um, within Diamond, um, Diamond Distribution, who does, you know, or who did, <laughs> who did distribute um, both DC and Marvel for over 20 years, you know, for they've had that type of monopoly and even it's only been recently until, uh, you know, other companies have been doing, uh, you know, distribution of com- comic books. Um, so I think that is also another challenge that indie comic book creators face is getting your books in stores. Because it's one thing to read it digitally, but I think that people like to have physical books. Mm-hmm. And so putting books in hands physically is another difficulty. And so people will use um, crowdfunding uh, platforms like Indiegogo or Kickstarter, which we have one going right now, um, to get, you know, as kind of like a, a means to get books in people's hands. It's, it's just basically um, they're our own type of distribution, you know, you know, type of way, you know, is, is, is getting, you know, getting a diamond out of the way and distributing it ourselves. And so, I mean, there's a lot of problems in of that self. Um, you know, it's difficult to distribute it on your own. Um, there's a lot of problems with that. Um, so I think that um, for me, when you, for me, like to be considered in the big leagues is to be having a, di- a distribution deal, uh, whether that's with Diamond or with somebody else. Um, I mean, recently we just got a, a distribution deal with Golden Distribution, who uh, they normally do like tabletop games or card games, but now they just recently opened up a branch to do comic books. And then we just got a, you know, a deal with them. And so we've been super blessed again. Um, it's only been three years, but you know, a lot has happened in these three years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's only because, uh, it's not, again, it's nothing that we have done, but more so our supporters, you know, people like you who have just really enjoyed our product and, you know, has spread the word about it, you know, and that's ultimately what, you know, it takes is just support. Um, I think that's, you know, again, one of the main keys or main issues that or difficulties that indie creators, not even just indie comic book creators, but indie creators face is, you know, getting that initial support. Um, And I think it's discouraging a lot of people, you know, I think that you said it before, um, where it's like, you know, people just kind of like, I'm going to go do this thing, you know, again, whatever it is, I'm going to go do this thing, you know, this thing that I love. And then when they don't get that initial support that they envision in their heads. Cause again, I, I envisioned that, you know, I put it everywhere for free, like I said before. And when I didn't get that initial support that I thought that I was going to get, it was very discouraging, you know? And so I think that a lot of people get discouraged by that. And then, you know, unfortunately some, you know, quit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that perseverance is key um, to, again, not just comic book creating, but just, creating in general it's patience and diligence and um just continuing in it perseverance you know if you truly love um 
doing what you want to do, um, you're going to take some sacrifices. Yeah. Um, and so I think that, you know, if once you start getting the ball rolling, it will get a little bit easier. You know, it's not going to be a, you know, one day type of thing. You know, it's going to take multiple days or multiple months, years or whatever. It's different for everybody's journey. But if you continue to do it, you're going to get there eventually, you know. And so I think that that's just what it takes is just doing it, yeah. you know. Sorry, I'm long-winded. If you can't tell. <laughs> oh no, no, that's great. I mean, like I said, that that is much-needed information. That not only for the the, the audience that that's listening, uh, from our creative brew community, but I mean, even for me, like I said, I have dreams of you know trying to start my own um, you know graphic novel, and you know I'm I'm slowly but surely going that direction. Uh, but I love hearing the insight from from others. Like how did like how did you do it? Like what were you you know some of the things that you um you know that you maybe pitfalls or maybe um things that sort of helped you to sort of actually get it out and get it published um so yeah that yeah that's something i, I definitely want to hear that not only for the audience but for me as well because i was like <laughs> oh that's so much much needed um information um what what are what have been i mean as far as you what's your process uh, even like i'll say with we'll say with crossbones you know that's one of your first ones what was the process i mean i know you had the initial ideal but you know as far as you actually you know reaching out to to various artists um you know getting the the, the pages and everything together how how long was that process um honestly it was that's kind of a interesting question because it was both tedious but at the same time it all happened all at once kind of quickly Mm -hmm. um so i knew that i wanted an image for this uh book that was different from um normal typical like comic book um looks yeah um so i just wanted something different just to you know be plain and simple i just wanted something different you know i didn't want the you know typical superhero um and there's nothing wrong with that you know i love i love comic books and i love comic book art i love jim lee and i love you know artists that can draw like that i think they're super talented but for my book i just wanted a different look um, and so finding somebody like that uh, was the process, you know, finding somebody to fit the, the look that I had envisioned in my head, but also at the same time, I didn't have an envision in my head, you know? Um, and so I joined this Facebook group called Connecting Comic Book Writers and Artists. And so I think I spent um, months just, you know, scrolling and looking at different people's artwork and man, there is a lot of, um, super talented people out there in the world man so many talented people and um but there's this one guy um his name was roman roman govsky um and when i first saw his art i was like i was blown away because it was exactly what i was looking for and so i reached out to him and he was the first and only person i reached out to and so i, I wrote him a message i was like hey i really like your your art style i love your you know your work um and so, you know, we just got to talking and then uh, from there, it just, like I said, it was just all at once, you know? And so he was the first and only artist that I spoke with and it just worked out. And so um, uh, before I started talking to him, I already had the script uh, written out and, you know, proofread and edited. And so I just gave it to him and it just like, as soon as he got it, he got to work. Um, and so he just, you know, started, you know, hammering pages out and he was a machine. He, I mean, he still is a machine, you know? And so um, at that point I ran into a roadblock and I was like, man, I need a letterer. <laughs> and so where do I find a letter? Um, and at that time I was working at a t-shirt printing uh, company yeah. uh, over here in, in San Diego. And I was doing graphic design, but I was also, also doing, um, you know, t-shirt printing itself. Um, and so I was like, man, I, and I'm not very good at graphic design. I, I mean, I was, I was kind of just forced into that job of doing graphic design because they needed somebody and they're like, oh, you're kind of young. You can do this easy. And so I'm no master at all at graphic design. I, I'll, I'll say that right now, um, I'm kind of a novice, I guess, you know, and that's, you know, taking that lightly. Um, and so even then I was I'm a lot worse than I am now. Um, but I was like, Hey, I got like, you know, uh, you know, this much knowledge of graphic design, maybe I'll try my hand at it. 
And so I just looked up YouTube videos. I read it up. I read like articles online. You know, I, I followed the steps and I learned every rule because there's a lot of rules to lettering. Mm-hmm. Man, when you look at a book and you look at its, you know, speech bubbles and, you know, all this stuff, you just kind of like look at it and then just kind of disregard it. You know, you don't really think that there's a lot of rules to it, but man, there's a lot of rules to lettering. Um, and so I learned all that and I did it myself. Wow. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, and so that's what it was. It was just me and Roman and we, you know, created this book together. Um, and it's been like that ever since. And so, again, that was like back in 2018. And now we are, here we are in 2021 and, you know, we're on issue four, you know, and so it's been kind of a, you know, kind of a road. <laughs> wow. so, yeah. So, so, um, so, so tell me, uh, as far as the, the, the concept of crossbones for, uh, I guess for, for our audience, what's, uh, what's that about? Oh, right. So the story of crossbones, it is essentially, if I were to give my elevator pitch, um, cause every indie creator needs an elevator pitch. Yeah. Um, it would be, it's about a guy who is a cartel member, um, and is infused with a strange, weird, disgusting superpower of controlling his bones. So think like, um, like Wolverine, but instead of just his claws, it's like all his bones and it's really weird and disgusting. Um, and then from there with gaining that power, he is put on a path of righting the wrongs or righting the sins of his past um, and then taking down the cartel that betrayed him. Um, and so with that, you know, we explore, um, you know, you know, Hispanic and Mexican culture because I myself am Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we also explore um, supernatural and also because I like superheroes, it's a little bit of superhero story, but not really. Yeah. It's more of a crime drama. So think more like Breaking Bad or narcos mixed with i'd say if i were to put a superhero to it i would put i'd say either spawn or daredevil or um ghost rider so think like that so more supernatural mixed with the you know drug cartels and hispanic culture and so um that's basically in in a nutshell um that's what crossbones is oh that's 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 cool yeah i I keep looking i was like man that's a that's that's a cool little character that's a cool concept (laughs) Um, yeah. weird one <laughs> <laughs> um so what about the what about the the other titles you got the uh, ether and burlap what what um what are those about so we um ether is um the story that my my fellow co-founder jesse chisholm wrote um that is his you know version of my crossbones you know they're both our babies um and so that is basically about this giant seven foot scotsman um, and he is a policeman over in uh, Scotland, and then he happens upon an other earthly gem, um, super, you know, weird looking gem, and it explodes on him and his partner. And then, you know, it's basically about this giant, you know, man and his quest to find his friend in this, in this city of uh, Caligo, uh, which is off the, you know, the coast of Maine. Um, and so with that, we'll explore, you know, magical side of things. And, you know, his title is more of a superhero title, but it's also, you know, kind of like a coming of age story and, um, just, the and I, I, I love that story, man. It's, it's so good. And so, um, his journey, you know, he, he actually being exploded on, he, you know, and gets the, the superpower of controlling, you know, the four elements of, you know, earth, wind, and fire. So he's almost like a Scottish avatar. That's what I always joke about him with. So he's like the, the Scottish avatar. And with Burlap, um, it is um, the product of our other partner, Jesse Bear. Um, he came aboard um, in 2019, um, a year after we started. And, you know, he just messaged us and he wanted to join. And we're like, yeah, man, you're a really cool guy. We love your story, Burlap. And so he came on board and basically what Burlap is, it is a, it is basically a slasher movie, but instead of it being, you know, the slasher um, is the villain, it's more so like the slasher is like the hero, but like an anti-hero. And so the victims of this slasher are basically other slashers. So think like Dexter. 
Uh, yeah, so it's basically like a Dexter, but like with um, like if Jason Voorhees was uh, Dexter. And so um, it's it's really good. It's a really I love that story so much. Um, so yeah, it's basically if you had a slasher as a vigilante, you know, and he's going around slashing other other slashers, you know. So if Jason went to go, you know, kill I don't know Michael Myers or you know uh, I don't know Fred Krueger or something like that. So it, I I love that story. It's such a it's a good story. And so that's basically all the three titles that we have out so far. Um, but we have so many others planned out, um, you know, and more so with these three titles as well as they're all going to be ongoing and doing their, um, their own, own storylines. And then they'll all kind of connect within our own, you know, universe. Um, and so, yeah, man, that's kind of what we have going here on here at Covenant Comics. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to ask if it was if the, the characters were sort of interconnected somehow or if they were all just sort of doing their own um doing their own thing um, yeah right now they are right now they're all doing their own thing doing their you know storylines but the end goal is for them to inevitably you know and that'll be later on down the road you know we want to build these each individual storylines first so that's great so what so what have been the i guess the i mean i always everybody has those highs and lows what, what's been like the 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 successes and the struggles uh with with what you're doing as far as the just running a uh indie uh <laughs> publishing company <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i mean every day of doing this is a success in my book you know i i, I wake up and i do what I love, you know, and for the longest time, this was kind of just a pipe dream, you know, it'll be like, oh, I'll do that eventually, you know, when I settle down and, you know, have kids and I'm, you know, whatever type of age. Um, and so doing this today, uh, right now, um, is a success and I, I, I love doing it. Um, but as far as like shortcomings, again, you know, that is, you know, when we first came into the game and we didn't really have any idea of what we were doing I mean like I said I had this book um, Crossbones issue one and you know at the time I saw the success that everybody was having on Kickstarter mm -hmm. and so in my mind I was like ah you know if I just throw it up there you know people are just going to give me money you know <laughs> that's just you know in my mind I, I like this book so obviously everybody else is going to love it you know and everyone else is going to give me money for it and so I threw it up there um, on Kickstarter with uh i think it was like a thousand dollars as the goal and we put it for a month and man we barely made a hundred bucks you know and we failed it was it was terrible it was it was a huge blow uh again it goes back to that those early days and being super discouraged you know of like oh man like if nobody likes this now then nobody ever is gonna like it you know and so uh that initial kickstarter was a huge blow um not just to my pride, but just to, you know, the fact that, you know, I thought that just because it didn't work now that it's never going to work, you know? And so, um, but Hey, we, we did it again. Um, we, um, after we did the first Kickstarter, I went right back to writing and I wrote the second issue. And then after we completed that, that production, we just, we, we put a lot of work and, um, you know, uh, research into Kickstarter and we threw it up there again, the first two issues. Um, and we were fully funded. Um, and so, I mean, not by much, again, it was a goal of about a thousand dollars and we just barely made it, you know, it was like a, a thousand and like 90 bucks or something like that, which is, I, I mean, I'm super grateful for that. I'm not, oh, yeah. you know, I'm like, I'm ungrateful, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm still grateful for that. And then, you know, from there, we just kept doing Kickstarters, you know, issue three, we came and we did that. And then we got more backers, you know, we did about 1600, you know, and so with, I think that a lot of people measure the, their success by the amount they make. But for me, it's like, man, I just want readers, and I just want people to read this book and, and to enjoy it. Yeah. You know, if for me, it's not really about the money, it'll be cool to make money, but it's more so I, I just want people to read this and to enjoy it. Yeah. And so just getting, just getting, you know, people's eyes on it and, you know, for them to say, Hey, I really like this. That's a, that's a success in my book, you know? And so um, thus far, you know, we've gotten positive feedback from every book that we put out, you know, from Crossbones to Ether to Burlap 
Um, you know, we've gotten a lot of positive reactions from all of them. And so um, I just think that, um, you know, has been, you know, a major, um, you know, success in my book, you know, and so just continuing with that, you know, positive feedback. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I sort of noticed because I mean, maybe it's the, 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 the designer, graphic designer in me, but uh, I, I, I sort of noticed um, you even with the the titles that you you have you you do a pretty good job as far as creating like merchandise and and other items um around that was that something like a, a initial idea like when you uh first initially uh create the comments was like i want toys and merchandise and, <laughs> I, and maybe that's that's me i've always like i said i am a i'm an 80s kid I, you know any any idea I, i'm thinking of i'm like okay how does this relate to like clothes or to toys <laughs> or any of that. So I didn't know if that was something you you sort of already had planned. Yeah, I mean, I think for sure, um, I think it was more selfish um, than, you know, I, I mean, for me, it's like, man, I want my own t-shirt. I want my own, you know, toy. I want my own, you know, whatever. And so, um, so yeah, we, we, we wanted to make merchandise more, more of like a, a selfish thing. <laughs> so it's like, we, we want our own products to wear out, you know, outside and to, or just to have on ourselves or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so we just kind of researched it. And so, yeah, I mean, I think initially we were more thinking of it being more plausible down the road where we had more supporters and if they wanted a t-shirt, if they wanted an action figure, they can get it. Um, and so I think it goes back to just being selfish and just <laughs> doing it now. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that it was business wise, um, more so down the line, but, you know, out of our own desire, we did it now. And so, yeah, if you wanted a t-shirt, you can go on our website and buy a t-shirt. You know, if you want a hoodie or a hat, you can go on our website and buy a hat. I mean, nobody's really done it so far. It's just been us, but you know, it's, it's there if people want it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh yeah, I'm I'm pretty big on, you know, if you got a, a a brand or anything like that, hey, wear it. I mean, promote it. Um like I said, you're gonna be your number one fan. So yeah, you might as well, you know, have you know crossbone shirts and hats and just wear it around. <laughs> I know. Hey, but you know, that's that's basically like you said, you're your own supporter and you if you have to be your own billboard, be your own billboard, man. Like walk around with, you know, all your swag and stuff and people will look at that and be like, Hey, what is that? It's like it's that's a you know, it's my own comic book, you know? <laughs> so I, I don't know. I think that um if you make something, you know, rock it, you know. Don't be ashamed of it. Yeah. So yeah, that's good, that's good advice. Um, right now, what's um, what is inspiring you right now? What's what's something that's really sort of um, propelling you forward as you um, you know yeah. build the these properties and, and future properties? What's what's inspiring you? Like currently, man, a uh, whole lot. I mean, I I draw in, uh, inspiration from anything and everything. You know, um, right now, like I said before, I'm I'm kind of rewatching uh, Breaking Bad again. I mean, who doesn't love Breaking Bad? You know, that's such a great show. Um, and so I think that right now that's, I'm drawing a lot of inspiration from Breaking Bad. Um, a lot of Netflix shows, um, you know, Daredevil, you know, bring back Daredevil, Marvel, if you're watching this, um, save Daredevil, um, <laughs> the Netflix show. Um, I mean, I'm a huge Daredevil fan just in general. So I guess that, but one thing that um, has always been an inspiration for my story, I can't speak for the other guys, um, but for me, um, I'm not sure if you read it, um, but Dante's Divine Comedy. Uh, uh, no, I I've heard of it, but I hadn't read it. Uh, Dante's Inferno is a lot of people know it by. Yeah. Um, that's just only like the first part of the story or the poem. Um, that was actually a huge inspiration for the story. Um, so if you read Crossbones, you'll notice there's a lot of... Um, ties to uh, the Divine Comedy, um, you know, a little bit on the nose. Uh, a lot of characters are named after, um, you know, people that are in the Divine Comedy. Um, you'll see a lot of themes and stuff like that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's kind of like an ongoing inspiration for me is just, you know, the Divine Comedy and kind of like, um, you know, basically it is a story of a man's, you know, going through hell and making his way through heaven, you know, and so, I wanted to make a character that, you know, would 
um, not be so literal about it, but to go kind of go through that 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 um, that journey, you know. Of, I mean, if you read it, a little bit of a spoiler, he does go to hell. Um, so, um, but he comes back, and so um, from there, it's kind of his journey of righting the wrongs of his past, and you know, becoming a a, a good man, you know, and so. Um, I think that, you know, that can be relatable to everybody because I feel like a lot of people might feel like a certain way, um, might feel like they're not good or, you know, they might feel like they're not good enough or, and so I, I believe that everybody's on a personal journey to be better. Um, and so with this, it's put in comic book form and, you know, a little bit more extreme, you know, there's, um, you know, super powered criminals and stuff like that. And so it's a little bit more extreme. So may might not be relatable on that front, but, you know, it might be real relatable to people who might feel like, you know, they're on their own journey of, of righteousness or whatever, you know? So, yeah. Wow. Um, well, going into uh, creative tips, uh, and this is something I ask all of my, uh, all of my guests, you know, what is a creative tip or tips that you can provide for our audience? Creative tip. Um, I think it's important to let your creativity just flow and not to limit it. You know, don't put limits on your creativity because I believe that every person is creative in their own way. Um, you know, just like my creativity is different from your creativity. Um, and, you know, yours from, you know, your wives or yours from, you know, your neighbors or whoever. You know, I believe that everybody's creativity is different. And so not to put a limit on your creativity based on other people, you know, but to allow it to flow, you know, and to, you know, expound and to go out into wherever type of depths it takes you, you know, um, and, you know, don't allow whatever obstacle to get in the way of your creativity and just do it, you know, follow through with it and, you know, to dream bigger dreams, you know, um, and don't allow, again, just don't allow other people or, you know, your own self-doubt to um, stifle your creativity. Um, I think that it's very important to allow creativity to, to reign. I mean, otherwise, if we don't have creativity, then we're just kind of a boring society. You know, it's just we're doing our day jobs and we're doing, you know, our schooling or whatever. And then we go to sleep and then we do our day job or do we do our school, then we go to sleep. And it's just, you know, this repetitious thing. And it's like, no, I think that everybody has a creative outlook. And I think that they need that creative, you know, that creative outlook. Um, and I think that's very important to our own mental health and our own, you know, way of life. Um, and so if there's anybody that's struggling with that, um, just pursue it. Um, and if you fail, then you fail. And, you know, nobody can tell you that you didn't try. You know, for me, it's like when I first started, um, it was like, man, I'm, I just want to do this just so I can tell my kids one day, hey, I did this. Mm -hmm. You know, I can hand them this book and say, hey, even though it didn't sell any copies, I did this and I wrote this and here it is. You know, it's in reality as you know, you can see it. And I tried and I you know did my best. Yeah. Uh, and so I think it's very important to at least put your best foot forward in it, you know, and so I think. I don't know. That might not make sense, but it makes sense to me. <laughs> makes perfect sense. Um, perfect sense. Uh, yeah, that's one of those where, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people with a lot of ideals sort of <laughs> swirling in their head. And, yeah. um, you know, usually the, the ones that's most uh, courageous or the most willing are the ones that figure out ways to sort of express that out into reality. And mm -hmm. uh, so that's... Uh, yeah, that's that's probably a, a, a episode a subject for another episode. But um, but yeah, I mean, going uh, going into the, the last um, you know, couple of uh, questions here. But uh, what is uh, oh what what projects are you currently brewing? You know, what what things are uh, upcoming um, either with new titles or either with the uh, crossbones, ether or um, a burlap. Well. Currently, right now, uh, Crossbones issue four is live right now on Kickstarter. Um, so it is the fourth entry in the series. Um, there's going to be six issues in this volume. Um, and so this is the fourth. And so um, if people want to jump on right now, it would be the most ideal. Um, so through the Kickstarter, we have catch up tiers. And so if you're brand new to the series and you want 
you know, individual issues, you can get them. Or if you want digital copies, well, you can get them. Um, so that's going on right now. Uh, Crossbones issue four, the dead of night. That's the subtitle there. Um, and in it, you know, Crossbones is being hunted by one of the uh, most deadly assassins in the world. And so, you know, that's kind of like the tagline is, will he survive the dead of night? And so <laughs> I'm kind of proud of that. Uh, I kind of thought of that on a whim and I was like, oh, that's a good kind of tagline. Um, so that's what's going on right now for Crossbones. Ether, um, he just did his Kickstarter um, in March. Um, so if you missed out on the Kickstarter, um, we're going to have physical copies and digital copies soon available on our website at covenantcomics.com. Um, and for Burlap, um, again, we just ran a Kickstarter for that in January. So if you see the trend, we, you know, we're doing a lot of Kickstarters. Um, and so that Kickstarter for Burlap was for the, nine, the 90s Nightmare Trilogy. And that was a trade paperback, kind of like an offshoot of the main storyline. Um, and if you miss out on that, you can likewise, um, soon we're gonna have copies of that available on our website. Um, or if you just wanna catch up right now on you know, the series itself or any of our other series, we have um, physical and digital copies available on our website. Um, so as for future projects, um, we announced at the beginning of this year, <clears throat> excuse me, at the beginning of this year that we're doing uh, an anthology type of um, story with all of these characters coming together, not coming together necessarily, but they're all going to appear in this anthology that we're doing and it's called the Year of the Covenant. Um, and so we're going to be running that in December of 2021. Uh, we don't have an exact date, um, but yeah, we're we're doing we're we're working on that anthology, and it's I can't I can't say too much about it right now because it's a little hush hush. <laughs> but I will say that each one of our characters and new ones will be appearing in this anthology, and man, just talking about it or even thinking about it makes me super excited. Um, oh, and burlap wise, um, um, that storyline is continuing in this fall. Um, in volume two, um, so that's continuing. As for other projects, I mean, we have things brewing in the background um, that haven't really fully materialized. Mm -hmm. um, and so those will be coming out hopefully next year, and if not next year, then next. Um, I can speak on one project that I'm working on myself um, that won't see the light of day again until maybe next year. Um, I'm working on a space anthology myself um, that'll be published again by Covenant Comics, um, and that will be coming out hopefully next year. And so, yes, we're looking out for these things. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. So, um, last question, um, words of wisdom. What are some words of wisdom perhaps for my, my fellow creators and, and people that, that's aspiring to sort of, uh, create their own vision, um, on this planet? Uh, what, what are some words of wisdom that you could give someone that, that may, um, resonate with with them words of wisdom <laughs> i feel like i'm the most unwise person um and so hey but hey there's some wisdom in of itself is if i'm if i can do it then you can do it you know and i consider myself you know uh not that smart of a guy you know unwise and untrained and so if i can do it you can do it um and so if you're wanting to do this or if you want to do you know like i said before indie you know film or indie music um it, it all it takes is just one step and just the initial you know first step is always the hardest and it's it's always getting over that first step and then it's like you know with a child when they're learning to walk it's like you know they they take steps yeah you know like i said before it's not i mean it may happen in a day for you but you know chances are it's not going to happen in a day for you um you know, and so just continuing forward and doing it and, you know, pursuing it, um, you know, and I, I always think of that movie, The Pursuit of Happiness, you know, um, with uh, um, Will Smith, you know, um, and he says something in that, in that movie where he's like something to the effect of, you know, we're not promised happiness, but we're promised the pursuit of it. You know, that's the, that's the thing is, you know, it's the pursuit. Yeah. You know, we're, we're promised the pursuit of it. And so whatever that is for you is just to pursue it, you know, and uh, not allowing anything to get in your way. Like, shoot, in that movie or that, that real life story, you know, he that dude was homeless and he, you know, he was, you know, 
a single father, you know, and so, but he pursued what he wanted to do and he did it. And so for me, it's like, man, if I, if I just pursue it, um, even if I fail, I can at least say that I pursued it. Um, and so uh, there's no secret formula, you know, there's no, um, you know, 10 steps to do it. Um, um, people might, you know, say there is, but, you know, for me, it's like, it, 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 there is no formula. Everybody's journey is different. And so for me, for you, for, you know, the lady outside or, you know, whoever, you know, their journey is their own individual journey. And so in the journey is just finding your way um, and just continuing forward. You can't go backwards. You can't go to the right or to the left. It's just moving forward. Um, and so, yeah, man, like, again, if I can do it, shoot, you can do it. You know, I, I'm just sh some schmo who didn't even go to college, you know? <laughs> so uh, that's my encouragement. You know, it's more of an encouragement than wisdom is just to do it. So, yeah. No, no, I get, I, I, I really believe um, people need to, you know, hear that, that, you know, Hey, I, I had to go to college or, you know, I had to have this or that. No, you don't. You just, no. you just have to have some grit and some perseverance. And if it's something that you truly believe in, um, you will find a way to yeah. you know, to get it, you know, create it. Um, yeah. So with um, with your characters, what would be? And this is a sort of an offshoot question, but what what would be the the sort of the greatest expression of your character? So, say if you you know seeing it on seeing your characters on film or in a cartoon, what what would be for you? What would be like the the greatest uh, expression of those characters? <laughs> I mean, you just said it, man. If I were to go to the Crossbones premiere one day, you know, in Hollywood, that would be the dream. But I, I think that, you know, I, I would love to see like, you know, Batman, the animated series. I would love to see Crossbones, the animated series. You know, I would love to see that and have kids grow up and be like, hey, you know, remember, you know, Crossbones, the animated series and have like Crossbones lunchboxes and, you know, have these things. I think that, you know, that would be awesome, you know, to have this character that people love. And I can say that for each and every single one of our characters, for Ether and for Burlap, you know, I want to see these characters, you know, um, excel, you know, and for people to love them um, and to recognize them. Um, and, you know, if we could get, you know, a Covenant Comics animated series or even a, you know, Covenant Comics cinematic universe, that would be amazing. You know, shoot. But until then, you know, we're going to be writing our comics, you know, and so I always like to think of the guys who, you know, first started Image, you know, uh, Rob Liefeld and, you know, Jim Lee and, um, you know, all these guys who just wanted to do this thing that they loved, you know, make comic books. And so I'm not putting us on that same pedestal, but shoot, I'm going to pursue what they were doing, you know, to make comic books. Yep. And so in the meantime, uh, until the Covenant Comics Cinematic Universe, we're going to be making comics. <laughs> cool. Um, how, so how can people reach out to you? How can people connect uh, with you, buy comics, um, uh, pledge on Kickstarter? Um, if you want to shoot up all your contact information, I'll be sure to put this in the in the show notes when this episode yeah. releases. Awesome. Yeah. If you want to follow us on social media, we have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have Twitter. Um, so for Twitter and Instagram, it is at covenant underscore comics. Uh, for, for Facebook, it's just Covenant Comics. Uh, then we have our website, covenantcomics.com. Um, and then you can, you can buy our comics there. You can buy our swag, like you can buy hats and shirts and, you know, other things. Um, you can buy them on our website um, for right now um, as of, what is today? The 21st of May, I believe. The 21st of May, as of right now, you can buy Crossbone on Kickstarter. Um, and so the way that Kickstarter is, it, it's, a, um, it's a crowdfunding platform. And if you believe in a project, then you can put your money where your mouth is, or you can put your money, you know, where you, you know, believe. And so if you believe in Crossbones, or if you just want a copy of it, you can go to uh, kickstarter.com, you type in Crossbones issue for the Dead of Night, or even just Crossbones, or even just Covenant Comics. Um, you type that into their search bar, and you can find it. Uh, we have many tiers on there um, where you can buy, like I said, previous issues or just the first or just the, the issue that it's uh, running for, which is issue four. Um, you can buy a limited time um, action figure um, that you can only get on Kickstarter. 
Um, and so, yeah, you can do that right now. Um, if you want to shoot us an email, uh, we have our email is covenantcomicscompany at gmail.com. Um, trying to think of anything else. Um, we do not have a LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, that's, I guess, our all our resources right now. All ways you can get in touch with us. Social media, Kickstarter, email, uh, websites. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's great. Hey, uh, once again, hey, um, and thank you for connecting um, and joining sure. the Creative Brew. Um, I, like I said, once again, I'm going to say, hey, I, I really feel like this is something that um, a lot of my fellow creators, uh, aspiring writers, I, I really think they needed to, to, to hear this because I, I get a lot of people, you know, that's on the, the precipice, like, hey, they, they've got an idea, they want to write something or yeah. they're not sure the steps it takes or, or even truly believing in their um, ideal or vision. Uh, I really feel like this is something that, you know, uh, especially for from you saying it and, and knowing that, hey, look, you know, someone from, you know, with no college experience is creating a whole their whole universe and uh and enjoying it that is yeah. that is the the creative journey um yeah. and i really feel like that's something that um you know will i think that's something that will inspire um a whole a, a whole nother you know audience and, and yeah. another generation of, of aspiring creators so i, I appreciate yeah. it yeah I sure hope so, man, because after I'm long gone, I hope that stories continue to be told, you know, or visions be continue to be envisioned. You know, I, I want, you know, people to be creative, you know, because for the longest time, that was all that we had, you know, me and my friends is just to be creative by ourselves. And, you know, so I, I desire that people be creative and to tell stories or write music, you know, do whatever you want to do and just be creative about it. Um, but like I said before, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm so truly honored to be here and to talk to you. Uh, again, I really support all your support. You know that it means a lot. You know, it really does. And so I, I super appreciate all the support that you show us. Um, and so if you aren't following Creative Brew, go follow them and go listen to all their podcasts and go go buy all of their uh, merchandise and go to panels and do all the all the things that they need to do, you know, and so do that <laughs> <laughs> hey i appreciate it hey once again this has been uh me quantel the, the host of the creative brew and jd gonzalez uh the one of the co-founders of covenant comics so uh once again i'm gonna give a quick another quick shout out before we leave to my partners uh panels comics and coffee bar here in oceanside california um to cobopod elevate coffee trading and astropad and hey if you are interested in supporting this show um, I will put a link in. You can go to uh, www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Quantel Langford. And for the price of a cup of coffee, you can support this support this show. Um, so instead of buying that Starbucks, hey, support the show. Get inspired by people like JD and others. And, um, you know, it helps fuel your creativity and, and help sort of uh, push your your own uh, vision into uh, reality. So if you want to support the show, you can go to uh, www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Quantel Langford. But uh, other than that, hey, uh, this has been another awesome episode of The Creative Brew. Be creative, stay inspired.